The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to Don't Fire Your Agency Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day discussing agency relationships and how to get the most out of your outsourced SEO team, even in times of trouble. Joining us for Don't Fire Your Agency Week is Glenn Wellam, who is a senior account executive for Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise-scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. And today, Glenn and I are going to discuss why you should or shouldn't fire your SEO agency during the coronavirus outbreak. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's the first installment of Don't Fire Your Agency Week with Glenn Wellam, Senior Account Executive for Search Metrics. Glenn, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, how you doing, Ben? Great, great. Excited to have you on the show. I understand this is your... Uh, First time being on a podcast, so welcome, and I promise we'll be gentle. Yeah, it is absolutely right. So yeah, don't go too hard on me on the first one. I'll, I'll take it easy. Look, we're going to talk about something that's in your wheelhouse, which is understanding marketing agencies. You've been an account executive for search metrics on and off for multiple years, and you managed agency relationships. Let's just start off at the top and you know, give me the lay of the land for what it's like to be a marketing agency in 2020. What have you seen? Well, I think now more than ever with the recent events with COVID, it's really important for a digital agency to be able to truly show value in what they're doing. I think from what we're seeing in a lot of cases, agencies are coming to us and trying to understand how search metrics can help them to really stand out even more than usual 
to highlight the value that they can bring through the lens of someone like Search Metrics. So I think almost on both sides, for an agency, you kind of need to be as good as you possibly be to retain and grow clients during a time of crisis like this. And then in terms of winning new business, you're going to have to distinguish yourself even more. I think empathy around the challenges that brands are facing against the backdrop of COVID for an agency is very, very important as well. You know, how conscious are they of the negative effects of something like COVID on a particular business or a particular industry? And how can an agency position themselves to an existing client or to a potential client to really highlight and showcase that they understand the challenges and that they're uniquely equipped to help that brand or that organization through? Now, my guess is that there's been a lot of agencies who have had, for lack of a better term, a big oh shit moment with the outbreak of the coronavirus because what I saw from sort of the macro lens when the coronavirus happened or the outbreak started was that most specifically B2B SaaS brands said, we need to cut spend. We need to fire staff. We need to cut our performance marketing budgets. And I'm assuming that the agencies were impacted as well. Have you seen a lot of agencies losing business? Have there just been a reshuffling or have agency relationships generally held steady? It's a good question. In terms of conversations that we've had over the last few months, I think it's been a mixture of all of that. I think we've talked to agencies who have lost clients because their business has been so adversely affected and in such an immediate sense by lockdown and everything that that entails. And there's just no way of, at this point, them being able to justify keeping their digital agency on. But conversely, you know, There's certain industries that have, I guess, benefited is not the right word in a scenario like this, but have seen a demand for their services and goods increase with the advent of lockdown and as coronavirus has kind of taken hold here. And I think those brands or those agencies that represent those brands have seen such an increase in demand that it's kind of meant that they're needed more than ever if it's an agency that we're talking to, or if we're talking to a brand, then they're looking for an agency more than ever that can help them capitalize on that increase in demand for those goods or services. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. 
So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So it seems like when brands are looking at how to lower their expenses, one of the first line items in their P&L that gets cut is the agency. Is that the right move? You know, is the right decision to cut a marketing agency first or specifically an SEO agency? Or are there other places where you suggest that brands can look to sort of keep their resources managed? I think it all goes down to what role is the digital agency playing in the broader business goals? And if in some cases that hasn't been clearly defined or it's not being clearly measured from the outset between a brand and an SEO or a digital agency, then when something like this happens, it can be one of the first, as you say, line items to get cut. But if it's been clearly defined from the beginning and the agency is clearly able to show that they're delivering on the agreed objectives, for example, you know, in a really base sense, it's XYZ more traffic or you know, an increase in rankings across a certain set of keywords or whatever it is, then in that scenario, it should be one of the last things that they look to cut because it should be easily quantifiable as to what they're actually delivering against the broader business goals. There's then, I guess, another question internally within a brand as to how they measure the success of a coherent and matured or maturing SEO and content strategy and how they're able to translate that into bottom line ROI. That's often a conversation that we have with a lot of agencies that want to understand how SEO can help them grow and retain existing clients, sort of search metrics can specifically, and also how to attain new clients. And we're always conscious of the ROI conversations that need to take place in both of those examples and you know can help them do that through the lens of what we do. Now, you bring up an interesting point as, you know, it depends on what the value your agency brings and what the purpose your agency serves for an organization. And it seems like there are different ways that an agency can benefit an organization, whether they are a essentially a replacement for an in-house team, whether they serve as functional area experts, or whether they are supplemental and meant to be a growth strategy. There's also different types of agencies. You know, some agencies are SEO, some are SEM, some are performance marketing, some are brand marketing. When you think about the type of agencies that have been most impacted, is there a specific value offering or a specific way that they position yourself that have put them at risk during this current crisis? I think in general, the agencies that don't understand fully what sort of world events in this instance, the pandemic, are changing for their client or for their potential clients in a new business sense are the ones that will probably struggle. I think in terms of SEO, it's been really, really important for the agencies that we work with to understand what that impact has been and how to adjust strategy accordingly to either mitigate or to capitalize on, as I said earlier, an an increased interest in goods or services that that particular company provides, given what's happening out there in the world. So, you know, I think it varies from type of agency to type of agency. We specifically deal with digital agencies on the SEO and content side. 
And then, you know, in terms of content, it's very much about trying to capture the sort of the mood and the need increasingly for engaging relevant, informative content in a time of true crisis. And I think that any agency that creates content for a client at the moment or over the last few months, if they can be as conscious as possible as to the changes that need to be made in the type of content they're producing based on the challenges that their clients, customers, or potential customers are facing, then again, I think that's going to be really important for how their agency performs and how they're seen to be performing during this time. And going back to that question of you know how to measure a success or it being the first line item that gets cut by a, an organization in a time of crisis, if they can show that they fully understand the shifting and new needs of their clients, customers and prospects, and reflect that through sort of a changed or improved content strategy, then I think they'll be in a pretty good position. Yeah, my big takeaway here is, you know, specifically during the coronavirus outbreak, we saw a decrease in the amount of performance marketing budgets. And so, you know, I kind of can rationalize the decrease in need for performance marketing agencies. Obviously, it depends on your brand. If you're in a home goods e-commerce business and your sales are going through the roof, you might want to continue to focus on performance marketing. But broadly, we've seen performance marketing get less expensive. We're seeing brands cut their budgets. And I think that those agencies are the ones that are the most at risk. When we talk about SEO and content marketing, I think that maybe there is a decreased demand for those agencies. But I think that's more of a panic move than anything else. I think that's you know, marketers looking at their budgets and saying, I can cut all my agency expenses as opposed to thinking about the value that they provide to their agencies. And that's really what we want to talk about the rest of the week is how do you evaluate your agency, make sure that you get the most out of that relationship, and when's the right time where you should cut bait with them. So we're going to continue the conversation again tomorrow and throughout the week talking about those topics. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Glenn Wellam, the Senior Account Executive for Searchmetrics. Join us again tomorrow when Glenn and I talk about evaluating if you have the right agency. If you can't wait until tomorrow and you're interested in contacting Glenn, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T.
Just one more link on our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter and my personal handle is Ben J. Schapp, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.